Welcome to the Vincentian Spiritual Reflections podcast. Each week, the mission team and members from our youth conferences will guide you through our spiritual reflection guide. The Society aspires to be recognised as a caring Catholic charity offering a hand up to people in need. We do this by respecting their dignity, sharing our hope and encouraging them to take control of their own destiny. This podcast is an opportunity to pause and reflect on the Sunday readings and to ponder the words in your hearts. It is brought to you by the St Vincent de Paul Society, New South Wales. And let us pause as we remember the first people of our nation. Holy Spirit, we invoke your blessing on this country and on us as we gather today. We acknowledge the Aboriginal and the Torres Strait Islander elders of this place, both past, present and emerging, and the continued cultural and spiritual connection to the lands and the waters. We also acknowledge that our forebearers came into these sacred spaces, changing forever an older way of life. Bless our Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander brothers and sisters and bless each of us. Help us to join our hands and our hearts together. Help us to heal one another and the land so that our lives may flow with harmony and that we may live with love and deep respect. Amen. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus began to speak to the chief priests and elders of the people in parables. The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who gave a feast for his son's wedding. He sent his servants to call those who had been invited, but they would not come. Next, he sent some more servants. Tell those who have been invited, he said, that I have my banquet all prepared. My oxen and fattened cattle have been slaughtered. Everything is ready. Come to the wedding. But they were not interested. One went off to his farm, another to his business, and the rest seized his servants, maltreated them and killed them. The king was furious. He dispatched his troops, destroyed those murderers and burnt their town. Then he said to his servants, The wedding is ready. But as those who were invited proved to be unworthy, go to the crossroads in the town and invite everyone you can find to the wedding. So these servants went out onto the roads and collected together everyone they could find, bad and good alike. And the wedding hall was filled with guests. When the king came in to look at the guests, he noticed one man who was not wearing a wedding garment and said to him, How did you get in here, my friend, without a wedding garment? And the man was silent. Then the king said to the attendants, Bind him hand and foot and throw him out into the dark, where there will be weeping and grinding of teeth. For many are called, but few are chosen. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Reflecting the nature of God, once again we delve into a parable 
where Jesus is calling out behaviour that is not upholding the nature of God. His audience is the chief priests and the Pharisees, the religious leaders at the time. The parable of this wedding feast should be one that stirs within us a deep sense of injustice, as it is what we advocate for within the society today. The initial invitees to this wedding were the privileged and the wealthy, and they simply dismissed the king's invitation to his son's wedding. While those gathered from the streets, symbolizing those experiencing poverty and oppression, eagerly accepted. And yet a man who was not dressed appropriately for such a wedding was then mistreated and sent away. So what does this mean to us today? It is simply calling out here how society often perceives and treats individuals based on their socioeconomic status. This highlights to us a deep importance of non-judgmental love and respect for all people irrespective of their wealth or poverty and instead recognize the inherent dignity and worth of each person. But even deeper than that, to answer the call to challenge societal structures that perpetuate inequality and to work towards a more just and compassionate society. This is exercising the principle of solidarity, which is fundamental to who we are as Vincentians. This story and the moral message behind it emphasizes the importance of being non-judgmental, letting go of preconceived notions and biases and embracing the spirit of love and compassion towards one another. By upholding this Vincentian ethos, we strive to foster a community that values solidarity, empathy and justice, where everyone is seen, heard and supported in their journey towards a better future. How profound that Jesus was able to confront and call out this behaviour, not just to anyone, but to those who are in leadership. May we always find the courage to be able to hold our leaders to account where we assess conduct based on respect and how we treat each other, where we can see that the right thing to do is to always withhold judgment and to see the person and respond to the person. A reflective question. How can we encourage leaders to examine their own tendencies towards judgment and promote a culture of radical inclusivity? Let us pray. Compassionate God, grant us the grace to live in solidarity sharing burdens, and fostering a world of equity and justice. Amen. Each month, we want to hold a very special episode of the Vincentian Spiritual Reflections podcast. This week, we're going to interview someone from the society to reflect on the spiritual reflection. Welcome to this extended episode of the Vincentian Spiritual Reflections podcast. And I'm here with my colleague, Leone. Hi, Leone. How are you? Hello, Karim. So tell me a little bit about what you do here with us, with the society. So like yourself, I'm a member of the Mission Spirituality and Pastoral Care team, Mm -hmm. the Mission and Formation team. We support members and staff and volunteers Mm -hmm. in pastoral care capacity 
and we also um, get involved in endeavouring to embed the mission of the society yeah. in everything that we do. It's a great job, isn't it? I've it got sure to say. is. It <laughs> sure is. And you're, re- you're new into our team, but you're not new to the society. That's right. What's your connection to the society? So I have been with the society, working with the society for two and a half years. Mm-hmm. I was previously doing um, no interest loans, supporting people to to get no interest loans. And But I feel like the society has been a part of my life forever, really. Yeah. You know, my parents were members, members wow. of my family um, are current members. My children were in primary school. There was a very active Mini Vinnies. Wow. We were always involved in what they were doing. And then I ended up running a, um, starting and running a Mini Vinnies group in a, a primary school as well. So that was really satisfying. And and also to volunteering on the night patrol van. Great. So yeah, so yeah. I feel like the society is part of me. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm. And I hear that so often staff have a deep connection to the society through their parents and through growing up and, and just those connections. So it's it's really cool. You're in that you're in that crew along with a lot of other people. Yeah. So yeah, so we're going to be talking about the reflection for this week. So thinking about the reflection we just heard, what did you connect with the most? So one of the phrases in that whole discussion about um, Jesus calling out judgmental behaviour, there's a phrase that you use, um, letting go of preconceived notions and biases. Mm-hmm. And that was one that particularly struck me. And I think we talk a lot about being non-judgmental and many of us claim to be non-judgmental. Mm-hmm. But I think the reality is that we do all have our judgments, our yeah. preconceived notions is the, you know, the, the phrase that was there that may legitimately come from our upbringing mm-hmm. or our experiences. And our biases are often unconscious. Yeah. So I think it really takes conscious thought to examine what our beliefs are based on mm-hmm. and whether they've got solid foundations, whether they're still relevant and are they getting in the way of us living compassionately? Oh, wow. That's a that's a big call to action and I think that that word compassion is such an Im- integral part of the Vincentian journey as well Mm. because that's what we are aspiring to give of ourselves is that compassionate nature and yeah to be asked to hold a mirror up to ourselves sometimes is a very daunting task Mm. I think absolutely (laughs) yeah thank you and and you're right I think being non-judgmental is something that we all aspire to to be I don't think Mm. any of us want to actively be judgmental and yet you know we do have to examine ourselves too so thank you for that we have a reflective question as part of our spiritual reflection guides and the question for this week is how can we encourage leaders to examine their own tendency towards judgment and promote a culture of radical inclusivity that's a big question but it's a big question yes i mean we often talk about jesus being radically inclusive yeah And um, the society is a lay Catholic Mm organisation. And so I feel it's really important for us to ask, what would Jesus do? How would Jesus see this situation? How would he respond to this person? And there's so many wonderful stories of his encounters with people that that give us some clues about this. Mm -hmm. You know, the woman at the well is one that jumps to mind. The adulterous woman that was about to be stoned is is another one. You know, and I've picked up that very early on that Pope Francis approaches the world in much the same way as 
Jesus did. Very early in his pontificate, he was quoted as saying, who am I to judge? Mm, yeah. And I, I feel like if Jesus is not judging and Pope Francis is not judging, then who am I to, <laughs> to think that I'm entitled to be anyone oh, else's judge? So, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, that's so, that's so true. And just that, just having those questions of, you know, what would Jesus say in this situation how would he be in this situation is a really good thing to ask of us because we are trying to in our in our mission is trying to live out the gospel mm. and and serving Christ in the poor and and I think you know if we are to be living out that mission yeah we have to be asking those questions mm. to to ourselves and to each other so yeah thank you it's 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 a word that i struggle with the radical inclusivity component because i just think inclusion should be our baseline it shouldn't be something that's so radical but then when you look at it through the lens of what jesus did it in his time yeah it was quite radical yeah. and so where are the opportunities for us to showcase that radical inclusivity. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Thanks, Leonie. No, I agree with you. It shouldn't be seen as radical. It, mm. um, it should just be. We it should, should just be. You know, yeah. 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 But, but until we're there, yeah, that's we right. keep pushing that. Yeah. And yeah, that's that's brilliant. Thank you. And um, we have some inspiring words within our reflection guide um, each week. And and this week is a quote. And it's compassion. There's that word again. Mm-hmm. Compassion is not a relationship between the healer and the wounded. It's a relationship between equals. How do you think you can be inspired by that quote this week? I love this quote. It's so true. It reminds me of the work of Brene Brown, Mm -hmm. an American social researcher who talks a lot about connection between people. And she she talks about how we need to allow ourselves to be a little bit vulnerable, to, to really connect with others. And there's this great short clip on the internet about sympathy versus empathy where mm. it demonstrates how sympathy can have a very distant feel about it and I guess can be condescending in yeah. a way. Empathy though, or compassion on the other hand, is really about getting our hands dirty and truly embracing our our interactions with others as equals. Yeah. I think that's something that I think the society does well is in meeting the people that we're assisting, walking alongside them as opposed to, I suppose, looking at it as more of a patriarchal or matriarchal type of approach. Yeah, for sure. And it it is, it's looking at that power imbalance and and seeing them as equals. I agree, that connection that we can have and everything that we do in the society, I strongly believe, is relational. Mm. And it is Mm. about that, that Mm. having that connectedness. So, yeah. Well, thanks, Leonie. Thank you for joining us this week. And we'll be talking more with all various different people throughout this season of the podcast. So thank you again for joining us. No problem. Thanks, Corinne. That was really enjoyable. Thank you for listening to the Vincentian Spiritual Reflection Podcast. If you would like to know more about Vinnie's, head to our website, www.vinnie's.org.au. There you will find more information about who we are and what we do, our services, where you can get involved in your local community and where to find your local Vinnie's retail shop. If you liked what you heard and engaged in the podcast, we would love to hear from you. Head to the podcast page on the platform you're listening on, like us, give us a five-star rating and write a review. We'll see you next time.